This is Foolish Adventure, episode 42, How to Make Decisions in Your Internet Business. Welcome to another episode of Foolish Adventure. I am Izzy Hyman, and I'm here with my friend and colleague, Tim Conley. Hello, Tim. Hey, what's up, Izzy? What is up, Tim? What have you been up to? I have been up to a whole bunch of meetings over the last couple of days. You've been doing a lot of meetings. These are uh, via Skype? Uh, Some Skype and some face-to-face. And like just uh, yesterday, I spent uh, most of the day with another business partner of mine on uh, going over a couple of other uh, ideas that that we're trying to get into into play. That's cool. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, I'm going to have to hear more about that. So, so uh, today we are going to be talking about something that can be something that holds a person back from having success in their internet business or really success in any kind of business and a lot of other things that they might deal with in their life. And, uh, and it has to do with confidence. It has to do with confidence, self-confidence, building confidence, having confidence, demonstrating it and using it. Now, if this, if, if just my saying that as a listener kind of puts up, um, if you feel, I don't know, you put up a guard to that, or if it makes you go, Oh no, 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 I'm not ready for this yet that you might be somebody who's ready to hear some of this. So, Tim, why did we choose confidence today? Oh, gosh, I don't know. I'm not feeling very confident about this. Come on now. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> well, uh, what we were trying to decide like what we want to talk about today, and so we wanted to go with something that our, our audience has been having some issues with from the, the conversations we've had with them. And one of the things I've noticed is that some people are just having a hard time deciding like okay. like i need to do uh like what kind of what's the name i'm going to choose what what's this uh, what niche am i going to choose what uh, you know all all these different questions that they have yeah i've completed and, this ebook is it good enough right, you know that kind of right. stuff yeah and so then so then you give your input you know you and i we give our input and then time passes and then we get another question related from the same person on the same topic. Okay. So why, why have they not made that decision weeks later? Right. You know, uh, that, that sort of thing. Yeah. It, uh, Cause so I think that's a, it shows a lack of confidence in what, in what they, uh, what they're doing and like that maybe they're, maybe they don't feel their skill set is up to it. Maybe they don't think they've made the right choice in name. Uh, uh, you know, they, they want, uh, this external validation, but like I said, you know, we had already kind of given them the external validation weeks before. Yet, yeah, now time, they're seeking it again, right? Yeah, and seeking it. it again on the exact same topic when uh, when they should have already dealt with that and moved on to the next thing that they would need help with. So I, I've noticed just in my own observation, and I don't know if there's science. I'm not a, a psychologist or anything like that. I have no training in this, so. But I've noticed that there tend to be different types of people, and one of the types is that there are people that are just confident, like for whatever reason, they are confident, and sometimes it's maybe to a fault. Maybe they're overly confident, and it shows up. You know, Maybe it's not that great. And there's other folks that really doubt themselves a lot, that second-guess themselves, that have a hard time making decisions. And I can think of specific people that a lot of times they'll make a decision on something. It'll take them a long time to get to the point where they make a decision on something. Then when they finally do, then they spend the forever afterwards wondering if they made the right decision and second-guessing themselves. And, you know, 
And then every time something comes up that seems to suggest that maybe they made the wrong decision, then they go back, you know what, I think I made the wrong decision. They're always returning it. They're always right. looking over their shoulder. And it, so there are two things that I think are challenging about that type of scenario. Number one is I cannot stand to take a long time to make a decision. I would rather make a decision not to deal with something at all versus take a long time to make a decision. I'm a quick decision maker to a fault. Probably it's, it's burned me a few times, but I mean, even on big life decisions, I've been very fast. I, I met Noel, my wife, and we dated for a couple of weeks and I asked her to marry me. And then a few months later we got married. Now we've been married for 14 years. Right. And so that's, that's really fast. That's fast decision-making. And I'm not recommending that people do that, but that gives you an idea of the kind of personality I am. I tend to be a fast decision-maker. And back then, by the way, I wouldn't do that today because I know more now. But, and by the way, I'm not, ooh, that was not a slam on Noel. That's not what I was saying. It's I'm like, just saying like, that. I know her now. I, I, was, I was young and not as cautious as I am now. I'm definitely a lot more cautious. That is hilarious. That came out, that came out really bad. I, if I was... I still would have made the decision to marry Noel knowing what I know now. It's just that I wouldn't be as crazy and reckless of a decision maker. But I do tend to be a faster decision maker than what most people are. So in other words, part one is I have to be a fast decision maker. And part two is once I make a decision, I want to never think about that decision again. I don't want to go back and wonder if I'd chosen the right name, the right domain for my business, or if I'd chosen the right plugins for my installation or whatever. I see pretty much every decision... I like to move forward. I like to think about what's coming up versus looking over my shoulder and second guessing myself. And I think that helps. It helps. It's, I don't know if some people are like that or if some people can become more like that. I think you can. I I think it takes practice. Okay. What do you mean? Uh, Where uh, the more you do something, the, the better at it you get. So with making a decision about something and feeling confident that you made the right decision comes from taking actions and and the more action you take, uh, the more experience you have to fall back on. Like, okay, so I make these kind of decisions and and they they work out for me. Some people, uh, and I don't, I've never had like a formal like this is a good way of making decisions kind of training. But I know that's that exists out there, like yeah. how to how to make good decisions. Yeah. Um, but what uh, just having that that practice of just just make a decision and move forward see i i am a fast decision maker on most things like uh nearly everything actually and and but i do it because i know that i can always fix it yeah i can see i'm i'm not i think there's a difference between confidence and certainty like the people that you uh, meet that are completely certain in 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 what they're doing those uh, a lot of times those are the people who have the overconfidence you know they they've uh, they believe that they're right no matter what the evidence shows and i think that's da- dangerous in in pretty much everything well the other thing is if you feel certainty about something then you're in some ways in my opinion kind of delusional because there's you can't really be totally certain about something like right. you know i'm totally certain that i chose the right domain name no <laughs> Yeah. How would, how could you possibly know that? Right. Right. So, I mean, even if you're, even if your business is bringing in $500 million a year, maybe there was a domain name that would have brought you in $550 million. You know, who knows? But certainty is an illusion, but a lot of people feel like they need to have certainty before they can make a decision. Right. And going back to what you're saying about practicing, making decisions. I think I heard Tony Robbins talk about this years ago. I used to listen to him. 
you know, 10, 15 years ago or whatever, I used to listen to him. And one of his tapes, he talked about how important it is to practice making decisions. Like every day, you know, make a decision, make decisions on stuff. You know, what is something that is holding you back? Something small that you can take care of today. Decide you're going to do it and then do it today. And that's it. Right. right? So just, just little things like that versus get hung up. Now, you and I were talking about how sometimes making decisions on something can actually be a way to procrastinate. It can be a way to hold off and give you reasons why you don't need to be succeeding or failing right now because you're in a you're in kind of a what is it like a space of non decision right, right now so, because no you're, because you're you're waiting on uh, information. Yeah, in the in the case that we were talking about uh, off the air was where we're getting emails asking questions on things. And, and this isn't to say we don't want people asking us questions, but there's... That's why we put ourselves in this position right, is we right. do want questions. But we get a lot of questions that could be quickly answered by taking that exact same question and putting it into Google, and you would be able to get uh, probably 100 better responses instantly than you know sending it to us. Yeah. Uh, so like... Like I, every once in a while, I'll get a WordPress question. Yeah, how and, do I make WordPress do X? Right, and and it's like I may not know. Uh, you know, sometimes I do know, and I can just answer it right then. But the time between that person writing the question and the and whenever I get around to responding uh, to something like that, it could be days, if not weeks, before I ever come back around and start answering emails, <laughs> and. And that's that's a time period where that, that person gets to sit back and 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 not have, have not have to make a decision. Yeah, because they're waiting on uh, waiting on me to bless them with an, with a particular answer. Mm-hmm. And 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 so what what I think should happen is you know you ask your mentors questions that only your mentors should be answering. Uh, that way you're going to get like real responses, r- things that are going to uh, give you a breakthrough in your business uh, or give you a, b- a greater insight into your business as opposed to, well, you know, which plugin will do this? You know, wh- which, wh- which plugin do you think is the best uh, for uh, SEO? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, should I be, uh, you know, should I be using the one uh, from, uh, Yoast, or should I be using all-in-one SEO? Well, I I don't know. It, yeah, you know, it's I like, haven't done thorough tests. I, I yeah, I, you know. Uh, but and so it's it's like that's a, that's a development question that people who are highly experienced in in doing SEO with plugins on WordPress, you could find those answers almost instantly by doing a search. Uh, and 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 I'm not just bagging on like WordPress questions. You know, a, we get a lot of technical uh, technical questions yeah. that can be quickly answered with a Google search. And I and I think those questions are being asked of us because one, maybe a lack of confidence in in maybe they did do a search and they got yeah varied opposing. answers. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know this. Yeah, you because know, it's not said in in any of these emails that it's ever said. I've I've been looking for this answer, and this is the the three things that I've been told about it. Which one do you think's the best? That would be something I could ease. I could answer right. But when you get these ones, it's just like, well, what? what how do I do X in in? Uh, how do I set up my e junkie shopping cart? Well. 
click, go to eJunkie's uh, exactly. site. Exactly. eJunkie has a pretty good resource that right, demonstrates that how will, to do that. Will yeah. tell you exactly how to do it, step and, by step. Right, and how to plug your. Uh, your ebook into it and, and start selling your ebook from your website. They've got like all the instructions, you know, step by step. And so those are answers that people could find very easily, but they sit back, they wait, they wait for uh, a, a blessing from their mentor to say, yes, this is the way to do it. And that way they don't really have to make a decision. It was made for them by someone that someone else. Mm -hmm. And that's not a good way to run a business or to even just be an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, I guess maybe there's a relationship between confidence and resourcefulness, because another thing I've, I've noticed is that folks that tend to be more entrepreneurial in spirit, they, they figure out ways to figure out things. Like they go get things, you know, they would have an answer for a question about what WordPress plugin should I use? They would have that answer way before I would have a chance to respond to it because they right. would have already gone out and got it. It would have right. taken them a few seconds. Or the other thing I've noticed is that they, they think to themselves, you know what, I'm not going to bother with this stuff. These are low level decisions to make. I'm going to think about the big stuff and I'm going to outsource these little things to somebody else who does that kind of stuff. And so that's either I'm going to just find the answers or I'm going to have somebody else deal with it, but I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to keep plowing forward, you know, see the bigger picture is that kind of personality versus getting hung up. And by the way, we struggle with this. And this makes, this makes sense that people that are on the internet that are interested in internet business, this would be the kind of thing that we struggle with because we tend to be more analytical personalities. You know, we, so, uh, sometimes you can hear just in the way somebody talks that they tend to be more of an analytical personality. You know, they're, te- they're very detail oriented, somebody who would create a spreadsheet to keep tracks of pros and cons of certain scenarios or something like that. You know, it's funny because when I was a kid, my dad used to tell me the way you make a decision is you draw a line and put the pros on one side and the cons on the other. And if it seems like the pros outweigh the cons, then you go that way. Or if the vice versa, you go the other way. And I, you know, very logical, very smart advice, but the number of times that I've actually done that in my life, I think is probably pretty close to zero. Yeah. I, I've actually tried it, you know, cause when I was a kid, read, read Benjamin Frank about Benjamin Franklin. That's one of his decision processes. And oh, stuff. I thought it was my dad that made that up. Oh, that stinks. <laughs> okay. And now I know he stole it from Benjamin Franklin. So. And, and it may, and it most likely existed before Ben, right? <laughs> You know, probably goes back to... Uh, don't they know. call it the Franklin T or something like that? Yeah, I, I don't know. So. Anyway. Uh, you know, it could go all the way back to like Euclid or something. Um, so I, I've, I've done that. And what you can end up doing is end up when trying to put pros and cons on each side. Yeah. That you can have just as many pros as you can cons. Yeah. And well, which one's weighted more? Yeah. Well, that it, it doesn't take into account... Like if a pro is weighted more than a particular con and, and so, so like I said, I, I don't have like a, a decision making process. So that's not something I can really talk about here in the show is how to make decisions. Well, I can't, it's not a process. It's for me, it's, it's a, I mean, there's a few things that I use evidence. Okay. This is, this is not going to sound very powerful to when I say this, but this is true. And that is that I tend to see what a zillion other people have done be, because I figure, you know what, there must be something there. Like if I'm trying to decide, for example, between going with WordPress or going with something else like TypePad or something like that, then I think, what is the thing that everybody else is doing? Because this is a small decision. 
I mean, it could be a big decision, but it could be a small, de- I, I don't know. My, my thinking is it's not that big of a decision because they both basically do the same types of things. So I'm going to do, I'm going to go with WordPress because that's what so many other people are doing. And I think that there must be a reason why. And some of my favorite websites I know are built on WordPress and there's plenty of support information on WordPress. You see what I'm saying? Right. And, and even if there was a cost to it, if, if, if WordPress was $200, but there were still billions of, you know, millions of people using it, however many people, I would still probably go with that, even if there's a free alternative, because I think, you know what, it's a couple hundred bucks in the big scheme of things, not that big a deal. Right. You know, just not that big a deal. That's how I chose AWeber. You know, basically... <laughs> I started doing some research and I realized pretty much everybody was using AWeber and there were other companies that were trying to be competitive. They had some, they had some, maybe some features and benefits that maybe AWeber didn't have, but pretty much everybody was using AWeber. So I went ahead and used AWeber, even though there were lower cost alternatives, even free alternatives. I knew that all the resources were going to be AWeber based. There was a reason why other people are doing it. Yes, it's more expensive maybe than other things. It's probably, it's less expensive than Infusionsoft and other things, but I used AWeber and I'm happy I did. And I, you know how many times I've gone back and thought about whether or not I chose the right email provider? Zero. <laughs> I've never even considered that. It hasn't happened. It, did I choose the right one? There is no right one. You know, so I chose the one that was smart. For, I had to make that decision. Done. It's over. You right. Know? It was like a five minute process thinking about that. It was just a matter of finding out what everybody else was using, which didn't take much research. Right. So, Anyway, so that's an example of how I do things when I'm, do, when I'm trying to decide on a piece of gear for video. It, this is something people get really, they debate about like crazy. But I tend to go with what the folks are using, like the big majority. I tend to stay away from the little, you know, there's questions. Are they going to be in business in the future? Are they going to, is there going to be plenty of support? You know, I tend to go with the big ones. Right. You know, so that's one way I make my decisions. Well, one of the things that, that I do, especially in mission critical things, like what would be an example of mission critical for internet business? Uh, for well, I, I would say in uh, you know payment systems. Okay. 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 Uh, like uh, things, uh, things. Well, actually, more in things that are hard to change. Okay. So that that's not hard to change. The email uh, provider is. Email email provider is difficult to change. Yep. So you need to make sure you're going with a solid uh, system mm-hmm. because making a change over to another one going to be very difficult. You're probably going to end up losing lots of subscribers in the process, which is not good for your business. Referral? Oh, is that what you're, you're going to talk right. about referrals at all? Or because that's anyway, we'll get to oh, that. Because uh, yeah. what? Uh, so another thing is with uh, like communication systems. Okay. Uh, especially like in, in the offline world where you need to make sure you're uh, following up with particular prospects and stuff like that, having a, a customer relationship management software that will actually handle your needs. Uh, or in, in the case of like email, when I switched to Gmail, it took me probably almost a year before I felt comfortable in, in testing a Gmail that it was worth me dropping Outlook completely. Uh, so I, I went through this process. Like I was still using Outlook, hating what was happening with it and all the problems I was having, wanting another solution, started looking around, and supposedly this free solution from Google was going to be better than, than any of the paid solutions that existed out there. And which I'm like, 
I had experience with Hotmail. (laughs) 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 Right? Yeah. Uh, Not going to happen. There's no way a free email thing was going to be a quality product. Turned out it was. But I, I, I slowly moved mission critical business things in uh, over time. Uh, you know, it's uh, making that, oh, I'm just making a, a cut here and I'm, I've stopped with the old one and I'm now with the new one and, and not dealing with the particular consequences of that, of that migration, uh, making those kind of decisions. Those I tend to take a little longer because, well, I have to test its functionality, mm-hmm. which cannot be done instantly. Mm-hmm. But things that I know I can switch back immediately, mm-hmm. no big deal. Mm-hmm. I'll test those left and right. You know, accounting software is another one that that can be a pain because once you've made the decision, migrating over to another system is is difficult. No matter, it's going to eat up lots of your time. So you need to make sure you get one that's going to handle your needs and actually do the functioning. So, so like those kind of things are, I think, mission critical to how a business operates, and you don't want to have to go back and revisit those ever. Right. And, and so if you make, if, if you just make a hasty decision on something like that and then find out it doesn't actually meet your needs, well, now you've got to take the time again to make that, uh, to go through the research process and all that. So on those kind of decisions, I go through a testing period to make sure I've made the, the correct one, because the only way to know the correct one is to have data to back it up. Uh, you know, actual uh, usage data. You know, I've, I've used this, now I know what it means. Uh, with other things that, like um, a domain name, I might buy, because uh, we get this question a lot, like what, what should my domain name be? Well, I tend to buy like four or five, at, 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 I come up with the idea, and then I'll, I'll may, maybe buy four or five variations of that name, like immediately. Yeah. Okay, so it costs me uh, eight bucks a domain name, but now I can I can take the time to play with those, and and in a lot of cases it might be some of them that I'll I'll pick up might be uh, search related because we get this question: what should I do more, branding or 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 a domain name that's optimized for search engines? I'm like, well, both. I I build a brand. I try I do my best to try to build a brand, and then. And then do things on the side that are specifically SEO related. So what's the decision to make? Well, buy, buy all the domains necessary to, to fulfill your strategy. You know, so making those kind of decisions, it's really quick. Because what's going to happen? I'll probably drop half the domains in a short period of time. They won't even get used. Well, did I waste... Thirty dollars, thirty-two bucks. You know, uh, you know, four domains at eight bucks. Yeah, I'm, I probably wasted thirty-two bucks. But the the uh, the ability to make that quick decision and move on worth a lot more than thirty-two dollars to me in 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 my time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there is there's value associated with time, and so you can you can make a decision be way more expensive than it has to be by mulling over it too long. Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. That's one I hadn't uh, considered. Well, because uh, well, in a way, we 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 were kind of talking about it, but we weren't specific like that. Where we were saying by waiting to make that decision, waiting for someone else's response before I make a decision on something, uh, th- that's lost work time. 
that's lost opportunity. And opportunity cost is a lot of uh, is something that a lot of people just don't ever factor in. Like by taking by taking three weeks to choose my domain name, it's three weeks I don't have a website up. It's three weeks that I I I'm not putting content out to the world. It's three weeks that I'm not selling anything. You know uh, that that I could have dealt with and and moved on. Yeah, that's very interesting. We, right before the show started, we started looking. We looked up the phrase, or or the. All right, let me say the this phrase. again. Right before we started recording the show, we Googled what is the origin of the word decision, and we found out. I had heard this before, and Tim, I think you had heard it right. before too, because we we're both kind of on the same page there. But I had heard that it came from a certain meaning, and then we looked it up, and sure enough, it did. It comes from Latin. I'm not going to pronounce this correctly, but it's something like decisio. Which is which means to cut off from something, and the idea is that when you make a decision, you're cutting off other things. And the same way that you have opportunity cost, you have commitment issues if you're always looking over your shoulder after you make a decision. If I was still every day, if I was still wondering if I had chosen, or periodically wondering if I had chosen the right email provider, it would be really hard for me to really optimize and build up that list and feel confident that I'm moving forward, you know, I'm building up and I'm getting thousands of names in there and stuff. It would be hard for me to commit to it that way if I was always going, you know, I wonder if I chose the right email provider. Right. Or if I was still researching other providers and then knocking myself in the head because I'd made up, um, chosen a bad one. Right. Uh, and, and, and as an example, we've gotten that question before because uh, we've had a lot of people come to us and it's like, well, you know, MailChimp, uh, you can have up to 2,000 people on your list before you have to start paying. You know, should we go with MailChimp? Well, I don't know. Go try, you know, yeah. yeah it, it, it does it, uh, do the reviews say that it works? See, my, my gut would be no. Use the same thing I'm using because I can tell you, I can tell you that it's worked for me. I, don't, I have no experience with MailChimp. That's the other thing is that I think there's power in referral. That's another way I make decisions too. When I decided what membership software, some people would say that what membership software you choose is hypercritical, like it's mission critical because it's really hard to change. So, yes. And I made the decision to use a member in about 10 minutes. And the reason why is because Don McAllister, my mentor, the person who kind of revealed the whole business thing to me at Portable Media Expo several years ago, and I said, so what software are you using for this? And he says, I'm using A-Member. And then my decision was made. That's what I was going to use because it was totally working for him. Here was a guy with thousands of members that was making the kind of money I was wanting to make, doing a model very similar to what I wanted to do. And I thought, you know, it's working for him. I'm, it, my decision's made. I don't want to get caught up on this little thing, these things, you know? Right. And so if I had done a bunch of research, if I had decided, you know what, Don's using it, but I'm not sure I'm going to use it. I want to see what other options are out there. And then I started putting together a little list, tracking all the different packages from membership software, which seems to become endless. Right. But I'm here. I'm seeing people in the forums that are choosing, you know, they're talking about this one and this one. These are ones I've never even heard of before. And, and I'm going, oh, my gosh, you know, why not just choose a member? Right. <laughs> it took me five minutes. I, I, listen, I have built an entire business on a member. I've used it for several years. It's not perfect, but it's it does the job and it does it really well. And you can have your decision made already. And it's like, it doesn't take very long. Right. You know? And, and that's, that's something that uh, a lot of, uh, uh, I guess it goes back to where we were talking about 
you know, what kind of decisions, uh, what kind of things do you ask your mentors? And if your mentor says they use something and you, you believe in, in what that mentor's doing and they've shown that they're able to do exactly what you want to do by using something, then... What's the harm in just doing the same thing? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah why, not? Why, why not just mimic with uh, success? It's easier to have success if you mimic success. And you know, it's like Don McAllister was succeeding. He was using X. You do the exact same thing. Oh, look at that. You <laughs> succeeded too. <laughs> wow. Uh, and and so, uh, so those are some of the other kind of questions we get where people will, well, yeah, maybe, what, what, what do you think about this one thing? I've never heard of it. Well, you know, could you check it out? Whoa. You know, well, yeah. no, I'm, I, I'm not going. I'm beyond that decision already. Right, yeah. right. It's like, uh, here's what's working, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and th- these are the things that we use, okay? If you don't, if you don't believe us in, in what we're using and the fact that it's, it works for us and it succeeds for us and does for thousands of others, then, then maybe, you know, you need to find a different mentor or, or you need to find some, somebody else that can help you make that decision because we're already saying use, uh, use a member, use a Weber, use wish list, use, uh, you know, these are the things we are actively using and succeeding with. Therefore, if you want to know what we're going to tell you, uh, yeah. you know, if, you're, if your question is, what membership software should I be using? Um, you, you can use any membership software you want to. Right. I'm just going to recommend you use the same one I'm using. It's the only one I can recommend. Exactly. You know, that's it. And, and so that's the answer before you ever have to ask the question. Which is cool. That's a good way to get an answer before you even ask the question. Right. Is, well, what is it that they're using? And, and my question is going to be, what do you think I should use? Then you can look at what we've told you we're using, and, and now you already know your answer. Okay, so now we've talked about, I guess at this point, we've talked about some of the frustrations and the, the challenges of not making quick, quicker decisions. Right. I don't think you have to be reckless. I mean, it's, you, you got to be very careful, but, but I think it's a good idea to practice. And when I say you have to be very careful, what I'm talking about is you don't want to be reckless with the decision making. You know, just you consider evidence, right? So I consider what's everybody else using and what is somebody's what's a strong referral going to tell me somebody who I really trust their opinion. And they, they tell me that's probably what I'm going to go with. You know, it's very common. I am the type of person that when I go to a restaurant, I try to make my decision on what I'm going to eat in about like in five seconds or 10 seconds or something. I don't want to go through the whole menu and debate about which thing and all that stuff. That's a, for me, that would be such a, that would be hard for me to be happy choosing you know, what I'm going to eat if it was that big of a struggle for me. So it's oftentimes the server will come to the table and I'll say, I'll say, what, what's really good. And what do other people get? You know, and I'm a vegan. So I tell them, you know, no meat, no dairy, no, no, uh, animal products. And they'll say, uh, well, you know, a lot of folks that are vegans try this and this, and they really like it. And I'll go, okay, sounds good. You know, give me that, you know, I, it's a, it's not a huge decision. Chances are I'm going to like it. It does burn me every once in a while, (laughs) every once in a while. It's rare enough to where I don't worry about it, but every once in a while I don't like what I eat. Right. But that's okay. When I was a kid, I never liked what I (laughs) eat. I ate. Right. So (laughs) I don't know. It's like, there's bigger stuff to worry about, but I think practicing little decisions on a daily basis, like even if it's just, what am I going to have for breakfast? Make a quick decision. 
go with it. Make and it- I think I think uh, just uh, just to say on, on top of that, why we're harping on making decisions, practicing making decisions, is that your confidence will be built from that. What, how's that? Because uh, you have that that experience. You know, I've made my decision and I've, I'm able to move on from it. And your uh, the more decisions you make, the more times you have successes. The more successes you have, the uh, the more confident you're going to be. So uh, when I, I I took snowboarding lessons a while back, Whoa. and and it was like. I, I wanted to snowboard and I had been a, uh, a skater, uh, a skateboarder when I was, when I was young and I figured, Hey, it's a board, yeah. right? I, I should be able You're to handle this, right? Oh. You know, it's a board. It's it a just board. doesn't you just have stand on the board right. and go and down it, the mountain. <laughs> right. And it, in, instead of wheels, you're using snow. Uh-huh. So I figured it should be pretty easy. So, so I talked to a friend of mine and I said, Hey, you know, you know about snowboarding. And he said, oh, he's like, it's nothing like, uh, like skating. I'm like, oh, really? Because I was just going to go on the mountain. And, mm-hmm. and I, so I took the decision, I, I made the decision to get lessons. Took lessons, had no confidence, like zero. I had enough During com- the lessons? Is that what you oh, mean? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. But I, I had the conf- uh, you know, so I made the decision of, of uh, getting lessons. And then when I started getting the lessons, I realized, well, this was a good choice because I would have killed myself going the other way because hmm. uh, I wouldn't have not, I would not have known the things I needed to know uh, to safely snowboard. But then after I started practicing and I, and I started doing some stuff and I'm like, oh, you know, my confidence started being built from just the experience of doing. And, and when you're waiting on making a decision, you're not doing and you can't build any confidence. So, how are you going to get confidence in putting up a, a WordPress website? Well, you put one up. You, you, you do the experience. And once you've done it and you've gone through the hassle of, uh, oh, I made a mistake here and, and the database didn't load up with it right and all I got was an error message on my site and then I had to go search to find out how to fix that because I accidentally put in something wrong. You know, uh, you, know you, you just made a mistake, in, uh, a small mistake, and then now you have to go find the answer to that. And, and you, oh, now I fix that. Well, now I know how to fix that. Right. Well, now I'm more confident in being able to install WordPress because if I have to do another one, I could be able to do this, and even if there's a mistake that comes up, I'll be able to fix it because, well, I did it once before. You know, that, that's, that's how you have to make those decisions. And the more of them you make, the more confident you're going to become because now you've gotten experience. You know, you, you make the decision, you get the experience, then you have the confidence. Yeah, yes. I can't, I, I love it. I mean, practicing to make, practicing making little decisions and acting on them does make you feel awesome. It does because the decision's made and it always feels good to have made a decision. And be done with it. Now you can move on to do something else. You know, it's an empowering way to live. Is this the secret to happiness? No, there's a lot more to being, you know, happy and successful. But that's in the next episode. But that's in the next episode. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> what do you think of that as a teaser? Is that a pretty good teaser? No. The secret to life is in the yeah. next episode. But, but what I will say is that I think this is something that can hold you back and keep you from happiness. It can be something that's an obstacle to your own success. If you take too long to make decisions and you stress out and give yourself anxiety over things that in the end 
you should be able to just make a decision I mean, it, fast. It, it, and it's not like there's only one right decision. There's probably several. So it's a pretty safe place to be, you know, make a decision that number one is highly recommended. Number two, a lot of people are using, you know, whatever, whatever your decision making process. I'm just talking about my own here, obviously, but that's kind of how I make decisions when it comes to little things like that. So also, frankly, I consult things and my favorite thing to consult are people and books. I love talking to people and asking questions and I love to read books and that's all, all this is information. So it helps you make decisions in the future. Um, I think we've probably, yep. yeah, I think we've done a good job of talking about this. So if you're feeling like, you, I, f- I feel confident. Are you feeling? You, yes. I noticed your posture is yes. a little higher. You're, you <laughs> sort of, you're kind of oozing confidence I, I am, right now. I am confident we're at the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's it. Hopefully you found this information helpful. We'll see you next time. In the meantime, enjoy your foolish adventure. Thanks for listening to Foolish Adventure. If you found this information helpful and want more like it, please visit foolishadventure.com. Do you have specific questions you'd like us to answer? Leave a comment on the website. Who knows? Maybe we'll create a whole show to answer it. Also, we have a voicemail line where you can ask questions. The number is 480-331-4695. 